You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Lakers for Thursday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. Uh, holy. That was fun. I, you know, a few people pointed this out. Mark Stein uh, of the New York Times uh, on Twitter as well. Nobody's getting fired, Andy. Nobody's getting fired for the play and doesn't care how don't I don't care how powerful LeBron James is. Nobody's getting fired for the play in. It's fun. No, the NBA, the NBA may call up LeBron and say, look, we will give you a list of people that you can fire. Um, you don't have to know who they are. You don't, you even, don't even have, have to know what they did. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're just they're going to accept the fact that LeBron James wants them out, and there's not really much they can do. But this guy, however, <laughs> who ran the play in, he's safe, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. Right. Phil, Phil over in idea making, he's safe. Um, wow, 103 100 is the final score uh at Staples Center on Wednesday night, and the Lakers escape in a game that was scary for every reason we thought it might be. Uh, we'll break that one down uh in just so much going on there. Uh everything from you know the the LeBron versus Steph thing to AD at the five, which is something I think we'll probably get into a lot in our in our second segment. And uh, we'll take a look before we're done at the the Phoenix Suns, who the Lakers will now play. It's official. That series starts on Sunday. And by the way, we'll be previewing that with Brendan Clean, who hosts the Locked on Suns podcast. We'll be doing that for Friday. So uh, all of that is coming up. Remind you, too, to uh, sign up for our YouTube channel, which is live. Uh, Locked on uh, Lakers is on YouTube. And do want to let you know, Andy, as well, you and everyone else. The today's episode brought to you by Michelob Ultra at only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. I'll tell you what was funny, Brian, that when LeBron ended up hitting that go ahead three, and this was like a minute or so <laughs> after, after he had been poked in the eye by Draymond Green on a drive to the basket, uh, LeBron <laughs> really was having difficulty seeing. He actually had to, uh, during the, the timeout, uh, Looked like Visine or something like that in his eyes. I think, yeah, they were they were wiping it out with saline and stuff. So, and he something said, like he that. said he was he said he was just, he could see three rims. He shot at the middle one, which was probably smart. Yeah, no, that's that's the way uh, I think medically you should go about doing this. But that play where he ended up hitting that three that ultimately put the Lakers on top, it was off a totally, I mean, like shoddily busted play. That with, I mean, the clock really running down, KCP had to heave that thing out uh, like 34 feet, it was measured, to LeBron, who had no choice but to throw the thing up with, very fittingly, Steph trying to close right. in on him. LeBron ends up hitting that thing, and that possession, which ultimately won the game for the Lakers, felt very emblematic of the entire game for the Lakers. All right, here's... Okay, From let's, start let's to finish in terms of just getting through the damn thing. It was... I mean, first of all, look, the Lakers, they did not play a particularly good game. I, I think it's it's I think we can both agree this was not the Lakers' finest hour. 
Um, two credit Golden Early State. Not in I mean, the first half. No, God, no. I mean, we'll we'll get there, but like you know, I, I, to do the cliches, you know, credit Golden State. They played hard. They and this is a team that was fifteen and five coming into this game over their last twenty games. The Warriors have been playing very well, and from a selfish standpoint, I really hope they beat Memphis on uh, Friday because I, I I'm not done watching staff uh, for the season. I don't want to be. The Lakers' three stars, three offensive stars, they're, they're their best scorers in AD, LeBron, and Dennis Schroeder, were four of 28 in the first half. And the fourth one came right at the end of the half. Yeah. Um, there, like it was 13 points between them yeah. uh, on that 428 showing. It they was were ju- brutal. It was terrible. And everything that you worry about with the Lakers in terms of kind of their how this is going to go going forward and how deep can they go in the playoffs and uh, is it their year and all that stuff, Andy. All of that happens kind of at the beginning of this game. And it's like you see, wow, you know, their offense really sucks right now. It's like it's it's terrible. And it's not even that just guys were missing open shots because they were, but it was very stagnant. There wasn't a lot of movement. From my perspective, it certainly seemed that way from the the Frank Vogel's pregame uh, comments and the way he was moving in the first half. That See, LeBron, I felt like LeBron was holding as much as he could for the stretch and the second half, and that it was somewhat limited. Um, and that's a concern, obviously, LeBron's health. It just everything, but the flip side is they played really good defense. And yeah. even in the first half, you know, the only reason they were in that game was because Andy, the defense was really good. Yeah, it's interesting with LeBron. And and, and ultimately, I don't want to go too far down what could be, I guess, to some degree, either an interpretation or semantic argument, just because we don't truly know. And they're going to have, thankfully, four days off. Um, which mm-hmm. they those are really important that they got this win right they don't exactly play on Friday exactly they've got Thursday Friday Saturday they don't play till Sunday afternoon so I guess about three and a half LeBron to me didn't seem so much like he was physically laboring in this game in the first half as much as he was just kind of out of rhythm or just not in the flow of it. and the reason I say that is just because he played a really physical first half he got four offensive rebounds he was driving to the basket a lot. I thought he was really lively. So it, it I agree with you that there might have been some degree of preservation going on in terms of just the how much he could truly look to turn it on. But even though I know this wasn't the case, Anthony Davis to me in the first half looked to me more like a guy who was struggling through an injury than than LeBron actually look, look, it, look I, I I will agree with you that he was very physical I will not agree with you that he was particularly lively I don't think this was a I think he was engaged in the sense that LeBron is in the way he is is capable of controlling games just with his passing um and and can find ways to be you know to use his strength to use his size and do all that and he was doing that uh, but I don't think he was lively but I I think that I would talk. I would say it was the ankle. AD, to your point, just sucked. I mean, I think this is we've seen it over the course of the year. We've seen it uh, at points last year where it, it Davis just. I don't want to say he's not engaged because that makes it sound like he doesn't. You know, he's not doesn't care, doesn't recognize the importance of the game. For whatever reason, that aggression. 
isn't there. Like he, he is not. Little, he is not the one that's forcing. Well, he he offered some reasons after the game. Um, he he said that he needed to be more patient. Um, and he started doing that more in the second half. And he he gave Draymond Green, um, I think, a lot of respect for the way he played, which both. he should. And right. and I think overall, not just Draymond, but overall, their defense right. was very good against him. Right. But he he pointed out Draymond specifically in terms of uh. Uh, Draymond Green's physicality and the way he's just he's so smart with how he goes about doubling AD if he's not the primary defender and you know that at the end of the day like I think he had to just get a little more comfortable with what was happening in this game and he, he also I, I thought it was really interesting too AD talked about this but so did Alex Caruso I, I think Wes Matthews may have mentioned it as well like the the tension of this game Mm -hmm. I think got to all of these guys to some degree. Like, I, I don't mean like they were overwhelmed by it. They've obviously been through moments bigger than this, but this was something that th they have not played for these type of stakes in a while. And mm -hmm. to be perfectly honest, as much as I know they believe in themselves broadly, they've had very little time together to demonstrate tangible evidence of what they're capable of doing. And they were going up against a team that was really playing well. And I think it was Wes Matthews who pointed out the, these guys have already played the mm -hmm. Warriors. They're equivalent of what the Lakers did tonight because they had to do that against Memphis in order to get well, that I'll eight do seed, you, I'll do which you is much more. more valuable than the nine. They've been doing this for a month and a half. Um, you know, the, the Warriors have essentially been playing to get themselves into first back into the play-in game, like into the top 10 just so they'd have a shot at it. And then, you know, from there, can we get in the top eight so we don't have to, you know, it's, you know, win or go home. Like, to, they've been playing these sort of high leverage games for a while. And as you say, the Lakers um, have barely been playing. So, I mean, that that does make a difference. I do think, I do think to be fair to AD, um, you have to give the Warriors defense credit. There's a reason that Draymond Green is a defensive player of the year candidate. Um, and there's a reason that Golden State's defense over the last 25 games has been as good as it's been. And they're, they're very smart. They've got a lot of guys who can do a lot of things. And they had a great scheme against Davis. But the second half turned. Um, and one of the reasons it did was that the Lakers made a change in their lineup. And it's one that a lot of fans were hoping to see. Uh, I think we all expected to see at some point. Uh, and we will talk about that next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models out there, it is impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. And why would you spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership anyway when you can get it for far less at rockauto.com? Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market uh, bears like the airlines do. Like, don't get me started on the airlines. That is legal extortion. I once got They're on a, a flight, racket. Andy. I once got on a flight. I swear, right before I sat down, they're like, "That'll be another hundred dollars." Yeah. Oh, they, they give it. I've had. Come on. I've had a give guy it. go up to me just asking for money. I'm like, "What's this about?" He's like, "I'm shaking you down." I'm with this the airlines. With the airlines. That's what we do. Yeah. He's like, "Do you do you want your legs?" To remain unbroken, yeah. give me money. That's what they do. RockAuto.com, though, they're a family business. <laughs> Unless, of course, as we always say, the airlines want to sponsor right. this podcast, in which, in which case we're they're going to find out real quick how closely everyone <laughs> listens to these. 
<laughs> rockauto.com family business serving auto park customers online for 20 years everything from brake parts tail lamps motor oil even new carpet whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in few easy clicks delivered directly to your door go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com you know it's it's funny um andy the the first half on my on my list personal list of things that were problematic with lakers i didn't really have andre drummond on there i thought he was fine he took one shot he made it uh he played 10 minutes he had five rebounds he blocked two shots he was sort of spry on defense and and all that i didn't really think montrez harrell was necessarily a problem in his 10 minutes he uh had a bucket he had three rebounds he had a steal uh drummond was minus five um harrell was minus two that sounds bad until you see that schroeder was a minus 16 well, the, the whole half. team was the minus. Whole, right <laughs> they, I was were just all saying, minus. they were all minus the whole <laughs> i mean the whole damn band was white basically uh, but basically say, the more just, you played the more minus you were correct but i'm just saying but he was a minus five sounds bad except that you look at it and it's not like he was the anchor davis was a minus 14 lebron was minus nine and so on and so on so I'm, all i'm saying is Drummond wasn't necessarily the issue specifically, but you could see the game really changed in the second half when Wes Matthews comes in and they put AD at the five. And by the way, AD stays on the floor at the five for a long time. He played 42 minutes. Did he come out in the fourth quarter? No, LeBron did. did. Montrez Harrell did not play in the second half at all. Right. And and Drummond didn't come back in after he left in his his second run of the of the of the second, you know, his his regular run in the in the third quarter. So Davis plays 42 minutes. He doesn't come off the floor, plays a monster second half. And, you know, we talked about it with the Light Years guys. Uh, we talked about it with Wes Goldberg. Like the Lakers with AD at the five, that's their lineup of death like that's their trump card that they can always throw at teams um i got the impression andy that they were hoping they could sort of bludgeon golden state to death with their size and drummond and use it and it just didn't work but once they went to ad at the five it really clicked quickly well i mean that's that's something we've talked about a lot where as much as frank vogel has a preferred style and i think his preferred style all things being equal is to try to overwhelm a team with size. And it's what they did a lot last year. It's what they've been trying to do a lot this year, you know, before they, you know, everybody was in and out of the lineup. And basically right. Frank Vogel was just playing who was literally available. But what we've seen from Frank Vogel is that he recognizes that all things are not equal all the time. And he is very willing to go away from whatever his orthodoxy is like he, he's not somebody that will force the issue to the point of hurting his own team because he has a philosophical idea of what you should be do- like like what we saw during phil jackson's reign running the knicks where it was very clear this team had no yes. business running the triangle yeah well, they were forcing this come upon hell everybody. or high water that yeah. team was going to run the triangle because that's what phil said so, I mean, I, I, I think it's 
something I was thinking about because I know there there have been a lot of people questioning what what appears to be a reluctance to play AD at the five more beyond whatever apprehensions people may think AD has about playing the five because for all of that narrative, it's become perfectly clear. If you ask the guy to do it, he's going to play center. It's not like he's going to be objecting to it or balking. I wonder actually if there's a little bit of reluctance on Vogel's part just because he's seen it so little this year because the team has barely had the opportunity to you do see it. We've seen that. Yeah, that I think he's look. Played, it's been like 10 minutes or something. Right, Somebody like actually. Look. I mean, because it's always talked about as the Lakers' best lineup, which I think it is, mm-hmm. except you still need to get reps executing it. Well, and I, I don't. Run it. I, yeah, and I, I'm not. And by the way, I'm not making up that number. I think it literally right. is. I, it, it was um, something that just sort of popped into my head tonight. Like I was wondering. I, if that no, could I, 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 I don't think bit. that's it. I don't. Okay. I don't think that's it because he's seen it and he knows. And he, like you don't. I think it's mostly you. A, you want to limit. You know, it's not that he won't play that way, but you don't want to play him that way for 42 minutes. He played 42 minutes. No, I get that. And but so I, I'm not, I'm not, I am saying, I'm not arguing he seems with reluctant you. to do it for like seven minutes. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm arguing with, with the, no, I know that. Lakers I'm just Twitter here. I'm but clarifying I, though that, that discrepancy. That's, I, I, I think, I, I think maybe that has a little bit to do with it. But they, on the flip side, is they've played 20 minutes with Andre Drummond too. It's not like they have a whole, I mean, a little bit more time there, but not a ton. I just think it's it's a matter of trying to run the template as much as they could, as much as they can, that kind of matches what they did last year. And, you know, last year they had centers on the floor for what? Probably half most of or whatever of oh, yeah. of drum of uh of of Davis's minutes. And you know, you, you can't. I don't think they want to. They, they're not going to lean on that for, you know, thirty-five minutes a game. Now, the question I think is going to be how much and which ones. Um, and that was the balance tonight. I didn't think that Drummond did anything wrong, really. Just there was more spacing and just more room to operate. And I think that's mm-hmm. for all the talk about how you know. The Lakers, if they have AD at the five, it can it can become this like four out type thing. That's not really what was going on in this game at all. Like AD was still oh, taking fair amount like, of jumpers. They, just, you know, they went in, right? They <laughs> they went in, and you also have you know LeBron posting up at times. But either way, there's there's just more space to. But operate. LeBron posted up. LeBron posted up in the first half too. Right, um, and, yeah, and to your point, Drummond but, but was a plus. Drummond was a plus four in the second half in the limited time that he played. So right. but, but you know, the they made that up, little though, run at the beginning of the posting half. Posting up, though, whether it's AD or whether it's, you know, I think often more effectively LeBron, when you have more spacing, it just becomes more difficult to try to send the help over there. And, and especially when you're talking about somebody like LeBron who can just, you know, pick defenses apart anyway. You know, it's just it's going to be an interesting balance to see what they do with some of this. You know, the the at times I at times, I think they're going to go away from their size altogether when it's you know obvious that they need to, um, or it's just obvious that yeah, the they play twenty seven minutes worth of center tonight, right? You know, Wednesday night against against the Warriors, and, and I think other times Frank Vogel is going to be looking to try to make that pairing with AD and Drummond work because 
we, we've seen it work at times. I think also there's there's value in what Drummond can either theoretically do on the boards or also just getting other teams potentially in foul trouble, which we've seen him do before. Right. You know, I, I, they missed they missed a tremendous amount of shots in the first half. Yes, uh, just a tremendous amount. And like in a world where the Lakers don't shoot twenty percent. Uh, it, for people not named Alex Caruso, and we'll talk about him before we get into the Suns. We'll do that uh, in, in a second here. Um, you know, the rest of the team shot like 20%. Right. And so if they shoot 40%, which is still isn't very good, everything looks different. The defense, the, you know, the way they're defended looks different. And, you know, the, the, the spacing looks different. All that stuff looks different. Um, so I, I don't think they're, I don't think you can take every lesson from this, but it is, it, it, it focuses really intensely one of the major lineup questions that Vogel has in front of him. And, you know, wouldn't shock me if you see a little Marcus Gasol, depending on the, on what you want offensively and all this kind of stuff. But, and then, and I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to talk about this. We'll probably talk about it tomorrow uh, because what, of what Andre Drummond has come to symbolize that's where a lot of this debate is. It's just yeah. people just really, he is an avatar for the Lakers aren't doing what I want them as, to do. As I said on Twitter, uh, at Cam Brothers, among Laker fans, he is the scapegoat of yes. scapegoats. Exactly. He just, it doesn't matter if he has anything to do with any of that stuff. Yeah. They're going to be ticked off at him when things go wrong. Um, all right. So let's, let's talk about the Suns, uh, get a, you know, our, our, some quick early thoughts on that series, but I also want to talk about Alex Caruso and we will and do West Matthews and West Matthews, who, by the way, was the guy who was playing instead of a center. Uh, and we will do all of that next. Uh, first, though, I do want to tell you that bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season, it's in full swing. You got the NHL playoffs. You got the uh, the NBA playoffs, uh, UFC and MMA action, Andy. So before the next pitch, before the next shot, before the next puck drop, go to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, uh, sign up bonuses and contest information. You go to the website uh, and you uh, sign up today, receive your 50% a welcome bonus on your first deposit works at the mobile uh, on your mobile device as well. Fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Lakers also brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. They are covered in one hundred percent chocolate, soft, easy to chew. Uh, not going to call out the protein bars that, uh, frankly, become a chore to chew, but you know who you are. There's, there's bar- actually one called chore to chew. <laughs> it's an Awful, awful marketing. I'm glad they don't sponsor us. Uh, Built Bars are healthy. They are great for the health-conscious guy, whether you're trying to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for keto diets, great delicious flavors. You got 12 originals like raspberry, coconut almond, salted caramel, banana bread, six new flavors, including cherry barcia. If you're a deadhead, you're going to love that one. Lemon almond cheesecake, cookies and cream. Perfect for someone like me who just... I like weird or seemingly weird combinations that end up tasting awesome. And what's great with Built Bar is just you don't get bored because you're not going to be eating the same thing over and over again. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So, Andy, we, um, we've talked a lot about how Anthony Davis and LeBron James have to elevate 
for the Lakers to be successful in the playoffs. And we saw it in the second half. The first half, they were not very good. Um, and you got the results you did. In the second half, they were both much, much better. And they got the results that they did. Now, I am I'm still very concerned about LeBron's ankle. I think, you know, there's even if he can, you know, doesn't didn't have a setback on Wednesday, even if he doesn't have a setback on Sunday, this is going to be the the type of thing where you're always just worried and waiting for something to tweak that ankle again. For but that matter, other- for that matter, by the way, uh, whatever uh, thing that Dennis Schroeder has to get his conditioning back from that is not uh, yes. COVID, right. um, would like to see that progress because. Yeah. What, whatever again was was not good. COVID according wasn't to him on Wednesday. Oof. Um, I mean, he he really looked like a guy that was just struggling with conditioning. Which again, he's I don't know, but see, I don't I, I don't know. I don't know if he was still attacking the basket. He was doing. I don't know if he was struggling with conditioning or if he was just struggling. Something, something I hope I hope it's the conditioning because you know. Or you're just, actually, no, I don't. I hope it's the other. They just had a bad game because if it's conditioning, you know. You don't know how well, how long that takes to come wonder, around. Here's what made me wonder if it was conditioning uh, before we. Move I mean, on he there. has said that right. It's partially right. that, and Frank Vogel said the same thing as well. Um, before we get to uh, Caruso and Matthews, but also I thought it was interesting that they began the game with KCP as the primary defender on Steph, and you really didn't see Schroeder doing a lot of that until the second half, and that stuck out to me just because the numbers on Schroeder. The numbers with Schroeder on Curry this season were fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he had done a phenomenal job this year guarding Curry. So you would think that you would, at least I would think, you would look to start out with that just to try to uh, maybe get Curry I, into a bad no, rhythm. I wouldn't have actually, um, only because if you're going to use – uh, Schroeder and the numbers were good, but I don't think he was following around. I mean, I, I get like the number of possessions was relatively limited. Um, I, I think that if you're going to use Schroeder as somebody who can uh, initiate the offense and try to take some pressure off of LeBron and all of that stuff, you don't want him chasing Steph Curry around. Whereas KCP's job on offense is basically, you know, move and then go stand in the corner and try to, you know, get a dish off off a penetrating player. So I, I that part I would have done the way that the Lakers did. Um, and then we saw later in the game, in the, you know, Curry did pretty well in those moments where he was matched up with Schroeder. So um well, that also that, makes me wonder if there's a conditioning thing going maybe. on. Maybe. Uh, that part that part didn't surprise me. I we'll we'll see what happens. I, you know, he was not good. Um and you know hopefully on Sunday the Lakers certainly hope that he'll be better. Well, he knows um, Chris Paul well. That can be an advantage. Played with him all last year. Sure. Um, but the the other thing that we talk about a lot, and we'll see how we don't necessarily need to get super deep into the Phoenix series because we're going to be previewing it for tomorrow's show, as we mentioned. The other thing that we we've, we've talked a lot about is it's LeBron, it's AD, and someone. It's got to be someone else who can come and contribute and be a, a player that the that the other team needs to account for. And two guys that really stuck out to me, um, you know, Wes came in and was a plus 17. Statistically, he wasn't um, dominant, but, you know, his impact was there. And the way he, like, literally changed the layout of the floor was incredibly significant on both sides. Um, Alex Caruso 
was outstanding. Yes, he was. Particularly in the first half. He was five for five. I mentioned the Lakers as a team were shooting about 20-something percent, except for Caruso, who went five for five in the first half. His defense was excellent all night. He was confident handling the ball. He was confident taking a shot. He was only one of six, or one of seven, I should say, in the second half. Um, but that, you know, that's okay. He took the, the fact that he kept shooting and kept making himself um, important on that side, I thought was was very significant. And the other guy that I thought stuck out in 23 minutes, not a huge statistical night, didn't put up 25 points, but he had six rebounds, four assists, two steals, and was Coos. moving all at Coos. Yeah. And Coos. those two guys tonight, I thought were 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 massive Wednesday night. And I, I texted this to you before the like during the game. I have a feeling that this sort of this version of Kuzma, where we're not paying that close attention to him because we nobody expects him to score 18 points a game. Nobody needs him to. I have a feeling he's going to have a massive impact this postseason. He very well could. I mean, he's been he's been a much more, I think, consistent and comfortable player in his own role. Like even when the points aren't there, and his scoring can sometimes still be up and down. But I think his overall impact on a game and his ability to shape a game in different ways has been very consistent this year. He's also just become very reliable. Mm -hmm. um, defensively, you can count on him now not to make a lot of mistakes, which is absolutely mind-boggling right. when you think about where oh his my God. began. Um, and it's it's a real testament, I, I think, in part to the security he feels to the you know after the commitment by the Lakers with the contract he got. But also, I think, just his maturity as a player and as a professional and his willingness to embrace what's needed of him to win we, we mentioned West too, and he didn't play in the first half. He only played in the second half. And Frank Vogel said that the biggest thing he wanted to change beyond just, you know, execute, make more baskets, that sort of thing, in the second half was he wanted the team to be more physical. And that was a big reason that he put West in. And you could see that physicality in the way he played defense. Um, you know, it probably also helps uh, if you're looking for a guy to play physical defense. Um, in West that maybe he doesn't pick up a couple fouls in the first half, but either way though, it's just, it speaks to the professionalism, mm. you know, like, like staying ready is a cliche, but for guys like Wes and Mark Gasol, and I guess, you know, he plays every game, but increasingly someone like Kuzma, just that professionalism on this team and, and, and being around guys like LeBron and seeing that example, I think it rubs off even, Jared Dudley and Markeith Morris, who didn't play at all in this game, apparently they lit into these guys at halftime, basically saying, "Get your heads out of your asses, man!" Yeah, like, just, what are you it, doing? It took it took him a minute to catch up. I think to Golden, you pointed it out, you know, in the, in the last segment, it took it took him a minute to catch up. I think to the speed. I don't mean the up and down pace speed, but I mean sort of the speed and intensity of a team playing at a playoff. Level. Don't forget, they lost their first game last year. Yeah, in the playoffs. You know, I mean, it's like it, it takes a second, uh, and they weren't they weren't prepped for that. Um, not by the coaching staff, but just mentally, whatever it was, they did not come out and match that um, that that sort of energy and intensity and things like that. Um, but the other thing, you know, you t you talk about Wes and you talk about Coos, and it is amazing that with Coos that were were there and. We can hold, you know, we can we can hold off on the on the big previewing for Phoenix. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow uh, with with uh, Brendan Clean of Locked On Suns. But the last thing I wanted to say on this, like those two guys, 
Wes, we've always known about his defensive versatility. Kuz, it's starting to become a real thing over the mm -hmm. last year or so. But like Kuz being able to defend the way he does is going to staple Markeith Morris to the bench because he can do all the stuff that Keith can do, really, and provide much more versatility on offense. So I, it's, just, it's, it's a tremendous development that makes the Lakers' versatility on defense that much better. Uh, and it's something that I think is going to serve them well, particularly in the next series against Phoenix, where smaller lineups are probably going to be a thing. Yeah, That's all I have to say. Very well could be. Um, um, I want to yeah, remind people, by the way, uh, Friday noon Pacific, we will be doing our locker room chat. Please be there. If you are there and have good questions to ask, we will not just read them. We will sometimes allow you to speak. That's right. It. Yeah. As long as you're basically as long as you're not an asshat. We're, we're we'll kingmakers. Because we have uh, kicked some asshats out of the room. But just don't that's be right. that guy. Um, yep. So that's coming up again. Sign up for the uh, YouTube channel. You get a lot of, you know, obviously the, the podcasts themselves and clips, but also we're going to be uh, starting to generate some uh, YouTube only content that you want to uh, make sure you're able to check out. Uh, and again, Brendan Clean, uh, we're going to preview the Suns versus Lakers. We'll do that tomorrow and we'll see everybody there.